This, 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 this is mythical. Welcome to Trevor Talks Too Much, the show where the conversation flows and where it goes, nobody knows. Not, not even me. I'm your host, Trevor Everts. I'm a master baker, mythical soft boy, and eater of hot Cheetos while showering. It's a good time, and you should try it too sometime. It's a, it's an enjoyable place to eat hot Cheetos. <laughs> um, <laughs> do, you, do you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. there's documented evidence on my Instagram. Go follow me, Trevor Everts. Go check it out. I have a picture of me eating hot Cheetos in the shower while fully clothed, but usually I do it in the nude. <laughs> <laughs> that might make the intro. We'll see. I had the absolute lovely pleasure today of talking to Morgan Eckroth or Morgan Drinks Coffee, as they're known on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram. She was so amazing. She's got like 5.5 million followers on TikTok. She's got a bunch of YouTube subscribers, a bunch of Instagram followers. She is so funny and so sweet. And we just had the most best time. We just were friends. We hung out. We talked about nerdy stuff like Star Wars. We talked about classical music. We talked about the 80s and the early 2000s and maybe even a couple other decades. Who knows? You should listen, though, because it was so much fun. We talked about all the beef between violinists and cellists. Hashtag go cello. Go cello. I don't know why I did a hashtag. That was so dumb. <laughs> oh, that was so dumb. I can't believe I just did a hashtag symbol with my fingers. Um, I actually, I'm a big coffee guy, but I, I like my coffee black and only black, very black. Um, I just like dark burnt coffee, but I didn't used to be that way. When I was a kid, when I first started, I used to think coffee was disgusting. And then I started drinking coffee because I wanted to stay up later. And so I put immense amounts of cream and sugar in my coffee uh so much that it was so sweet and probably really terrible for me but that's how i started to love coffee and then eventually i became a barista and then when i was a barista then i started having lattes i learned how to make lattes and i was doing a bunch of practice lattes to practice latte art and i started drinking lattes and even that was a little bit too much coffee for me sometimes i was like ew and then i just got more into it and then i started doing lattes and then to be cool i was like i'm just going to do straight espresso shots and then i started drinking straight espresso and now i hate sugary coffee like a latte is almost too sweet for me now it's like espresso or just a nice cup of folgers black silk in the morning you right out of the q rig F- folgers really that's a that's the one my parents always used to have yeah. and i feel like it when i tried it later on in life i was like this is bad it's terrible it's terrible (laughs) and that's my favorite part i love terrible coffee i just love crappy burnt coffee i don't know what it is i love like keurig okay my girlfriend got me a keurig for christmas actually my girlfriend's family um and i just love like terrible coffee but i also like good coffee there's like a range because i can appreciate good coffee but if i'm at work if i'm at home i'm just drinking terrible coffee right out of the k-cup that nice folgers black silk mm, black coffee in my nice mug here you can see my mug local fellow named sexiest man still alive that's me uh i got this at the museum in washington the museum the museum yeah in washington dc it's a great museum it's all about news so it's all oh. it's called the museum and it's all about just like the history of of print media and how it's evolved over time in digital media and it's super cool and i got it on a ninth grade field trip uh our whole ninth grade class went to dc all the way from Boise, Idaho, and I was such a nerd. I we, we all thought it was so cool to get those like flat brim like Washington D.C. hats that they sell on like the street corners because yeah. that was a cool thing to do. And looking back at pictures, we all looked so stupid. I also got a pair of Washington D.C. booty shorts from a store 
and it says I heart DC right across the butt. And there's a video of me on my phone twerking in a hotel room in front of my friends wearing those shorts. And it is so embarrassing and so bad. And I hope that my iCloud never gets hacked because then that video would be out there for everyone to see. And I don't know if I could live with that. Uh, but I don't know. DC is a freshman. I wish I'd gone like earlier or, or sorry, not earlier, but like later in high school, because being a freshman, which is like arguably one of the most awkward grades, because you think you're cool, but you're not cool at all. You have no idea what you no doing. idea what's cool. And then going and just having all these memories like I have so many fond memories, but they're all clouded by the fact that I was a complete moron, just like one of the most uncool people there could be. But I mean, that was the fun of it is everyone's uncool. And, you know, and we got to stay in hotels. We went to Gettysburg. Did we go to Gettysburg? I don't know if we made it that far north. Now I'm trying to remember. We saw a lot of battlefields. Uh, Fredericksburg Battlefield, great battlefield. If you're ever in the Fredericksburg, Virginia area, go check out the battlefield. It's mostly just grass now with a few cannons. Uh, they got other battlefields there too. That's not the only one. I mean, you can find so many. Spotsylvania, Spotsylvania Battlefield's great if you're ever in the Spotsylvania area of <laughs> you're Virginia. Just, you're just full of uh, historical facts today. <laughs> yeah, I, here's the thing. I am. And I lived in Virginia uh, fun fact about me for a little for a period of time. So I know all of the local spots. Uh, I could give you, you know what, just make me your tour guide. If anybody wants me to be their tour guide for Virginia, uh, rates starting at uh, $199 an hour plus travel fees and per diem for my foods um, and for my black coffee that is terrible because I love black <laughs> coffee and I will drink it every morning and I will show you probably it probably won't be the best tour but it'll be fun like yeah. I, I know some good it, spots. It'll be I, a good tour. Yeah. Um, what will be even better Yes. As if we pivoted. Pivoted to yes, what? Yes, to, to Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. Our guest today? Uh, yeah. Morgan remember drinks her? coffee? Remember them? Remember, I do. I do remember them. Today, I'm going to be talking to Morgan drinks coffee from the TikTok, your friendly internet barista. We had the best conversation ever. So let's get into it. Morgan. Welcome! Hi. Welcome, <laughs> everybody. Morgan drinks coffee from TikTok. Your friendly internet barista. Here I am. You drink coffee. You probably make coffee too. I make so much coffee, Trevor. Morgan I've had so coffee. much today. I'm so ready. Really? Yes. How much have you had today? Like four shots. Four shots. I've had one cup of Folgers Black <laughs> Silk. From oh my Yul word! Keurig. Let's so go. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Welcome. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. I don't even know what to get into first. There's so many things I want to talk about. I feel like we should mention that we are matching right now. Yeah, like we've yeah. got like we are. This is these are this is twinning right here. Yeah. is what we've got going on. I intentionally on. <laughs> wore the black turtleneck because if you haven't seen Morgan's TikToks, uh, Morgan drinks coffee on TikTok. You should go watch them. They're great. Um, and I was like, I'm gonna wear a black turtleneck because I was like 95 we didn't talk about this to be clear like there was no there was no coordination on this front (laughs) i just knew i knew um so morgan you were a barista by trade by the way how is it pronounced Barista. Barista? Yes, okay, because yeah. I was worried that I was going to have people coming for me and be like, actually, it's pronounced barista. <laughs> like the people that say uh, macaron. Well, like... they can they can come for both of us yeah. in that case, because I, I am also pro like barista in terms of pronunciation. You're an expert, so Thank what you. are they going to say to you? <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you are a barista. You are actually a reigning uh, barista champion uh, at some point in your life. I do do some competition stuff. What yes. do you do in a barista competition? Oh, it's weird. 
It's so intense. So barista competitions, they're very cool, by the way. Um, and I have competed in them two years now running. Okay. Okay. Um, but it's called the United States Barista Championship. It's, uh, it's the national level. There's also Ooh. an international level. Oh, wow. Very cool. Never been there. Don't think I ever will. <laughs> Love to. Um, but essentially what happens um, is you... As the barista, you prepare what is essentially a TED Talk for yeah. a panel of judges. You've got your uh, coffee that you're serving, and you're serving your judges three courses. So you have, like, your espresso, just straight espresso. Okay. You have your milk drinks, which are usually, like, cappuccinos, like little yeah, buddies. Yeah, yeah. And then you have a signature drink, which is really oh, where you can kind of get wild with it. Okay. Um, and you get to just have fun and make something that, like, fits the theme of your presentation and your coffee. Um, and you present it to this panel of judges. You've got sensory judges and technical judges and head judges and it's like live streamed it's very intense what the heck um but at the end of it uh they score you based on your coffee and how you described it and the accuracy of yeah. how you described it um and then also the technical judges watch they like stand over your shoulder and watch everything oh you do gosh. um to the level where i i could say this wrong but i believe it's if you have even half a gram of like ground coffee left on your workspace like if you spill some coffee uh that's like a point off of your entire yeah it's intense but it's very fun yeah that's crazy and so did you have you won one of these competitions i have not won one i have competed at the national level and i believe i want to say i was there were about i believe 64 baristas um, in total and I ended up at like around 32 I believe so I was like at the end of the national level I was like kind of in the middle okay um but yeah, top of the very curve. Yeah. Top of the bell curve. That's good. Um, that's crazy. Honestly, that sounds very intense. It's a weird little um, world. I have made coffee in the past before, and I would probably come. I like, think you would kill it. Worse I'll than last. I'll be honest. No, I think you would. I think you would do an awesome I, job. I, I, <laughs> I have faith in you, Trevor. You probably should. You probably should. Are there any other competitions that uh, aren't coffee related that you have won? Are you a champion of anything else? I have one golf trophy. Actually, you have one golf trophy. You're <laughs> a golfer. It's the only trophy I have ever gotten in my entire life for anything um and it's this little plastic golf trophy that i got when i was like seven like seven yeah. wow esteemed <laughs> golfer skill has not carried on into adulthood but at yeah. seven i was i was a golfer yeah. <laughs> morgan hits balls <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um that's probably not a great name for the tiktok <laughs> that's gonna be my, like my spam channel <laughs> yeah morgan hits balls that's a good spam channel that's so funny yeah i i was a barista at one point i worked at an italian restaurant okay um and so i did a little bit of everything there but it was like a very like the owner was a sicilian man sure and he's great Danilo love that guy um but yeah I made lattes cappuccinos you know the stuff okay I did a latte art I was really bad at it but I attempted I sometimes yes I have a couple photos in my phone actually (laughs) of some phallic latte art that I nailed that's where that's where we all start like and if not that's where we end up you know it kind of comes full circle sometimes (laughs) um but I have a question because I was so mad at this guy one time now now what is a macchiato I believe oh, that no, I you're know. You're asking the question that's going to get like tomatoes thrown at us no matter what we say. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> tell me what you believe a macchiato is. Okay. So there's there's like two different definitions and it yeah. gets real gets real tricky. So the traditional macchiato. Macchiato means to mark, by the way. It's Italian. Um, and I know, mm-hmm. <laughs> get real formal with it. Um, <laughs> so what you're what you have, at least in the traditional form, is you have a double shot of espresso, so like two ounces. Yeah. And then you have a little ounce of steamed milk, just mm-hmm. kind of like spooned on top and you've like yes. marked your espresso. Yeah. That's the that's the traditional definition. And that's what you'll get if you go to like you go to like a fancy coffee shop and you order a macchiato, you'll probably get that little tiny cup. Yeah. 
now we have Starbucks that yeah. came onto the scene. This okay. is where this is where it gets tricky because they mm-hmm. they've created the caramel macchiato, which yes. is essentially at this point, it's like a drink of itself of its own. Yeah. And it's it's earned the title of macchiato. Like I think the definition can be shared between, but the Starbucks yeah. macchiato, it is a vanilla caramel latte. Yes. Like I'll be it honest. Is. It, it is, is a vanilla caramel Thank latte. You. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm working at this Italian restaurant and uh, now mind you, this is a very traditional place. Sure. And so when I have someone come in and order a macchiato, like the little one. I'm doing a little yeah. shot with a little steamed milk. Right. So I had this guy come in and he asked me for an iced macchiato. And I and I was so Already. I was the, feeling the, the a little bells, antsy. The bells go off, I yeah. was feeling a little antsy today. So I was like, Well, what do you mean? And he said, <laughs> Well, can you just like like they do it, I was like, I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, an ice macchiato. And I told him, I was like, do you know what a macchiato is? And I started explaining it to him. I was like, a macchiato Uh-oh. is a double shot of espresso with a little bit of foam milk on top. Right. And he said, well, the way they do it at Starbucks. And I was like, like don't you come yeah. in to my Italian restaurant. Danilo's going to cut my head off. Davide's going to come for me. Can we me. just call it a latte, sir, please? Can we just, and, and I said that to him. I, I looked him in the eye and I said, well, that's an ice latte. And he's like, no, it's a macchiato. Oh, and no. I wanted- Were you like ready to get your like fisticuffs out? Oh like, you were, my like, ready God. To go. I yep. was about to, I was about to ring up Danilo and be like, listen, you got to get your boys over here. We got a guy. We got to get him out of here. We, we got to go. We got to do something. Um, so thank you for validating my feelings yes. because ever since that moment, I thought maybe I was wrong. No, maybe no, I was wrong. You were you were technically correct, and Thank it's such you. a tricky space. Sometimes people order order like a caramel macchiato, and I I know what they want. I know yeah. they don't mean they want like a little tiny one with like some caramel at the bottom. And so I'll just kind of I'll say I'll nod and I'll go just FYI. It's going to be called a latte when it reaches the end of the bar. I'm like it's yeah. it's fine. It's what you want. It'll taste the same. It'll be yeah. delicious. I'm glad you want that. Yeah. It might sound a little different though. Yeah. No, it's it's ridiculous. I hate Starbucks. I don't hate Starbucks. I love Starbucks. Um, they've got great cups there. Have you ever had a pink drink? Yeah, that's like the best drink ever. It's very I refreshing. Had one like last week, it's it's awesome. It's very it's so refreshing. Good. I love Starbucks, but I also hate Starbucks. Um, what is the biggest? Okay, so I have a story that I want to tell you, please, but so that I don't seem like I talk too much because apparently people tell me I do that. I'm going to ask you the question first oh, to no. lead into my story. So okay. here it goes. Shoot. What's the biggest mess that you've ever made or has ever been made in your workspace oh, at, no. at a coffee I, shop? You know, it's funny. I uh, I have an instant answer. I know what the biggest mess I ever created was. Um. So this happened. I was, this was in my first two weeks of being a barista, my first ever barista job. I was like barely 18. Yeah. It was my dream job. I was terrified yeah. of being fired. Like I was like, this is my trial period. I could yeah. go at any minute. Yeah. Um, so I'm brewing coffee. We're in the middle of this hum- humongous rush. Like it's mm-hmm. a weekend rush. Um, and we have these coffee pots in the back um, that we brew into. And you need to make sure when you're brewing that the coffee pot is lined up under yeah. like the brew head because otherwise it goes on the counter. Yeah. Um, next to the big coffee brewer, we have our grinders for all the coffee. So the order of operations is you dump your whole bean into the grinder, grind it out, you throw it in the pot and whatever and yeah. you start. <sighs> I was not careful about when I did this. I was very stressed. Yeah. So what I did, this is how it started. So I ground my coffee. I put it in the in the filter. I slotted in. I pressed start. There was no pot underneath the. <laughs> yes, yeah, so there was no there was no pot. The coffee was brewing directly on the counter. <laughs> Little did I know. So that's happening in the back. Um, and I'm now taking orders. <laughs> Coffee's going left. on the counter. Yeah, I just left it. You I was like, left. I was like, I've done the right thing here. I've started everything. Um, so thankfully, my coworker notices. He kind of yeah. like pokes me, and he's like, Morgan, like the coffee is. Hot. And I was like, okay, no worries. 
I'll start a new pot. So I go, I get my beans and I am, I am there ready to put them in the grinder. Now we usually have some sort of like catcher underneath. Yeah. So you catch the grounds like, cause yeah. otherwise you grind them onto the counter. Like that's what happens. So I didn't check if there was a catcher there. So mm. um, we have coffee and it's like three liters. There's like three liters of coffee, like slowly, like making its way across the countertop. Um, and here I go grinding about like 130 grams of just dry coffee into these into this like puddle that has made its way all across and the customers can see this like this is like the first thing you see when you enter no. the shop so we've got like sludge and mud happening uh and i think my co-worker was about to strangle me in that moment like i don't think i've ever come closer to death than in that like in that like 30 seconds where we both looked at it like what do you do with oh, it man. we looked and we went I, I was like i don't know what to do here we should just close. Um, thankfully, <laughs> we fixed it. But to this day, that was probably one of the most like traumatic, like mess experiences oh, I've ever had. Oh my goodness! Given ground coffee a whole new meaning. Honestly, it was honestly like at that point, like you were just like, <laughs> we could have probably just like kind of scooped the liquid off yeah. and like strained out the grinds, and it would have been like coffee. Like it was oh, that bad. Oh my goodness, that is pretty bad. And it's also bad that you were at fault. That's got to oh, yeah, be no, tough. No, it was one hundred percent my fault. <laughs> like there was no oh, doubt no. about it. And it was in that first two weeks. Where yeah. I was like, I could be chopped at yeah. any like this this was it. I thought I was getting fired. Did you get fired? <laughs> no. No. Well thank they God. They forgave me. That's great. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody makes mistakes. I um I have a story that thankfully it wasn't my fault, but for whatever reason, I had to be the one to clean it up. Um, but I was actually working, it was when I was working at a bakery in Los Angeles and I was in the back doing all the croissants and stuff like that. Sure. So all day, I'm pretty much in the kitchen by myself, just laminating dough, making croissants. Um, and out in the front, we had a draft matcha latte. Okay. And we can get into how much I hate matcha later. Um, <laughs> but it might be because of this. It might just be because I don't like the taste. Anyway, we had a draft matcha latte. So they have those pressurized cans. Okay. One of the front of house people comes into the back to change it out because we're getting low on it. So they want to get a new batch. Yeah. And he forgets to depressurize the container before he opens it up. Oh, so no. he puts it on the back counter in the back and he opens up the pressurized container. Yep. And when I tell you it was like Shrek just just peed every <laughs> like it was all over green. Oh no. Everywhere. On the ceiling, yep. on the walls, in my dough. Yep. Like in my croissant dough. I like was a like, crime what scene at that point. Yeah. Are you doing? I literally we nicknamed the incident <laughs> the the matcha massacre. And I was like, I, I have no one else here. It's just me. I, I can't You're the one responsible. And here. they have people out in the front. So I'm like, well, I guess I gotta clean it because it's all over my crap. So I spent the next like four hours, I got a ladder and I just wiped the entire... And matcha doesn't come off. No. Of matcha, like, that's like turmeric. It's like that level scrub. of staining. Yeah. <laughs> you got to scrub. I'm literally taking out the ceiling tiles, oh, pulling them out and scrubbing them and putting them back in. I took one out and I actually flipped it over and wrote, I signed my name and I said Matcha Massacre 2019 <laughs> and signed my name. Trevor uh, and put it back. So I don't know, actually, I don't think the bakery's in that space anymore. So if anyone goes up there and sees my name still says that you know what happened um so yeah that was the worst thing ever it was green i swear i i'll show you a picture afterward because okay. i don't want to pull out my phone right now but there's a picture of me and i'm just standing there covered in like green. you gotta commemorate that sort of like incident like you gotta just you're gonna because you're gonna laugh about it later you I know do you laugh are, about it. i laugh but... about it now it was just like in the moment i was like you've got to be kidding me i've got hundreds of croissants to make and yep. i'm standing on a ladder scrubbing the ceiling clean <laughs> oh man so that was Good a big times. mess Good times. yeah no it was uh you know what are you gonna do but um um, 
So, Morgan, I hear that you are a humongous nerd. That's what Jamie tells me. Her words, not mine. That is the word around the streets. Uh, In in such the best way. In such the best way. Thank you, Jamie. Um, No, so you're you're a big Star Wars fan. Oh, my gosh. The biggest. So, okay. So, very important question here. Um, Give me the... the, Well, do you just... uh, The easier version of the question is... In order, what are your favorites, the originals, the sequels, or the prequels? The harder version of the question is rank all nine movies in order. You're you're gonna get me like booed off the internet here. Like, oh this is, boy, some, I'm ready. I'm Star ready. Okay, okay, hot Star Wars takes. Give them to me. I gotta see. I gotta preface this though, because like, okay. so I love all the movies, right? Yeah. Anything Star Wars is great. The thing is, though, the Star Wars that I'm also really into is all like the books and all yeah. the stuff. So I used to I, I watched the Star Wars movies when I was like. I was probably like 12. Like yeah. I was a little later, but like yeah. I watched them when I was 12. Um, I was, I'm also a really big reader. Yeah. Um, and so I went to the library and I was like, holy cow, there are Star Wars books. So I yeah. started reading all the Star Wars books, all the Star Wars graphic novels. Um, and that's where I really got into it. And at this point, because this was pre-Disney, yeah. everything was still canon. This was all like yeah. fanfic made reality, which is like yeah. the dream. Um, so I was I was into all this stuff. And then and then. Disney came around and suddenly all of this was no longer canon. So all yeah. of the time I'd spent investing in this, I was like, it's hard. They, they wasted my time here. Tough. Any, Anyway, so I am into like the book side of it, which which leads me into saying that I really like like the lore and the world building behind yeah. Star Wars and all that expansion. So my favorite Star Wars movie. <laughs> to Excuse the- me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I felt it coming. I was hoping it was going to be silent. <laughs> I'm the worst. You really, you know, maybe I'm that was like worst. a sign. Maybe I shouldn't have said. No, I no, say, you gotta say it now. I'm so now. sorry. Yeah. I'm the worst podcast host <laughs> ever. My favorite Star Wars movie, controversially, and I accept this, is The Phantom Menace. <laughs> episode one and hear me out hear me out you know how boring the trade federation timeline is like i get that that's like my favorite part of it all <laughs> and hear me out you get world building cool aliens and you get darth maul like that you get okay. like a lightsaber okay right. the lightsaber fight at the end was very like fundamental yeah. to my like growing up um so the phantom menace is my favorite okay i also love revenge of the sith yeah that has to be one of my favorites okay and then I I also I have to glump Empire Strikes Back into my favorites because okay. that's like that Good. is the socially acceptable favorite to Good. say that is yeah. no one's gonna fight you on that. No. I do like the sequels. Question well, mark. <laughs> that, I feel like that's most people. It's like I like the sequels question mark. There are parts of the sequels that I like. I will say I used to be because my dad he loves Star Wars and Star Trek, but like growing up, you know, he was going and seeing them in theaters when they were coming out. Right. So I grew up like watching A New Hope and, yeah. and Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So you watch them, you watch them like filming order. Filming order, I watch them. I think an aspect of why I like the prequels is when I was exposed to Star Wars, I watched them in chronological order. Okay. So I watched like the whole story play out that way rather than like you get the classics and then you get like the additions. Yeah. Well, objectively, the original Star Wars movies are bad movies. They're not good. <laughs> they're not great. They're 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 <laughs> it's very a space western. <laughs> it's it's just it's mediocre acting and media. It's like people love them because of the nostalgia Truly. and because they're the originals and like oh my god how do they have such great CGI in the yep. in the 1300s? I'm like but those like, asteroids are potatoes. I'm like we all know that right? <laughs> they're not good movies, but I still love them and I think that the originals are probably my favorite. I used to be a big prequel hater. I was okay, one of those kids fair. and it was I understand. It was I do. instilled in me. I was you know I was brought up to believe. 
believe that the prequels were bad, you yep. know? Um, and then you realize they're all bad. <laughs> they're all bad movies. They're not good. And I learned to love the prequels for what they were. And that's a fun, silly, goofy movie with yep. some pretty pretty mediocre acting, yep. some bad story writing. But honestly, that's the originals too. And if you can't love them all, I, I, I like the sequels the least. Yeah. Um, I was not a fan, whatever the middle one was. I don't. It the, goes. It goes. The, 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 see, it's, that's the problem. I don't remember the names of them. The, the Jedi awakens. Yep. The Jedi. <laughs> the Jedi returns. Jedi returns. <laughs> Jedi returns, and then the 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 Rise of Skywalker is the last. One. Rise of what's the middle one that everyone hates? Because it's the Force Awake. Force Awakens is the first. Force one. Awakens. That's yeah, the yeah. first one. <laughs> yeah. And then Jamie's looking. This is it bad. Up. We should know. We're no, we should. Not fans. Yeah. So so the middle one is the last Jedi. Okay. Oh, we're not. That wasn't totally wrong. Yeah. The last Jedi <laughs> kind of sucks. The last one is the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Rise so the Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker okay. was okay. I didn't understand the plot at all. I don't know what was going on. Uh, Leia's like zipping through space. There's like there's a lot yeah, going on. Yeah. There's a lot. The Force Awakens was probably my favorite of the sequels just because it was a carbon copy of yeah. A New Hope, and I kind of loved it. Yeah. Um. But in a lot of fan service, I don't know. There. They're, they're all bad movies. Yep. And I love them. I love Star Wars with my whole heart. I want everyone to hear that. Who's your favorite character? Who's my favorite character? Oh, goodness gracious. You have to pick one. I If I have to pick one, it's it's probably Chewbacca. Okay, that's fair. That's I'm a good a big, answer. I'm a yeah. big, we actually, my, one of my dogs, uh, she is a miniature Australian Labradoodle and oh, she's brown. Stop. Um, she's an old lady now, yep. but her name is Chewbacca. Oh, um, that Chewy makes my heart. Short. Yeah, so she happy. is so <laughs> cute. And then our other dog is a miniature Australian Labradoodle. She's black yep. and her name is Darth Vader. Um, but I don't know. Favorite <sighs> character? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big Ewan McGregor fan. Yep, me too. Um, so I love him as, as Obi one um but yeah i don't know the prequels are great i love them for what they are i think there are some great memes phantom menace is a boring movie but it's I respect a, it is that a it's your favorite. boring movie it, it's a very boring i uh, movie. i rewatched it recently um and the first like hour and a half of that is a slog oh like, it, is. it is it is like it is pulling teeth and it is still my favorite movie. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> hayden also hayden christensen so bad in those movies but oh, i love yeah. him but he's great like at the same time it's great it's like it's honestly at this point i feel like star wars has kind of evolved into a at least the movie pieces of the yeah. media. It's like so bad that it's good and you just have to like yeah. accept. And even with like the, the newer shows and stuff, yeah. like there are moments where I am like cringing into my seat when I watch them. Yeah. But I love it. Yeah. Like it's it's Star Wars. I don't care. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing to learning to love Star Wars. If you're a Star Wars hater or if you're an originals fan that's yeah. like frick the sequels, frick the prequels, you yeah. got to learn to know that they're all terrible movies and we love them because of it. <laughs> exactly. We love them despite exactly. their flaws <laughs> and they're bad movies and I'll watch them a hundred more times in my life Yep, because they're great. Um, my favorite piece of Star Wars media though and the objective best piece of Star Wars media is the Lego Star Wars franchise. Oh, this is true. It's this is true. This so is true. Good, even yes. though that game is the basis for like 90% of all of the <laughs> fights I had with my brother when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Because for whatever reason, you can kill your teammates in that game. <laughs> I need to talk to someone dark for like a game like marketed at like kids. <laughs> I need to talk to someone at Lucasfilms and whoever decided that it would be a good idea to make it so that you can just kill the people on your team because yep. my brother and I we'd boot up the Wii, we'd get our little Wii remotes. Then you start whacking each other. And then yeah. we'd play for like 5 minutes straight up trying to complete a level. I'm here trying to complete the Revenge of the Sith. I'm yep. trying to run down freaking Anakin. He's going back and <laughs> my brother Matthew freak you. I can't flip you off, but freak <laughs> you 
he just starts whacking me with the lightsaber I'm or shooting me with a blaster. <laughs> and he, he's just spawn camping me because when you respawn in that game, you yep. just can immediately yep. get hit again. And then he would just kill me and it would make me so mad. And then I would end up like throwing a Wii remote at him. This and, is, then, yeah, and then it translates to in real life. And yeah. And then he just like rivalry. hit me and punched me. And then I'd run crying to my parents yep. and we're cool now. He's a good friend of mine now. But God, <laughs> at did the time, we... Matthew, you had it coming. <laughs> yeah. Did we have some fights as a kid over the Lego Star Wars uh, games? But I love them still and they're great and yep. they're so much fun you can just play as any character which I love I love R2-D2 flying yep. around you just yep. doing a little bit sorry that was Jamie. good I am sorry that Jamie. was so good I felt inspired <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love the Lego Star Wars so other other sci-fi fantasy content what mm. what do you like mm. I, you're you a Lord of the Rings fan I'm huge I that was heard. that was my uh, that was my childhood bedtime story my mom really? my mom was awesome about okay. this she uh, uh we did we hit did um nighttime reading because it was yeah. my brother and me my brother's like three years younger than me but we could like like we like read it like the yeah. same level for a yeah. while um she read us the hobbit and the lord of the rings as a nighttime story and then nice. also the chronicles of narnia was oh, one of our like nighttime stories which was really fun very good so that instilled the, the fantasy bug yeah. in me um other pieces of media so yeah lord of the rings definitely um i there's a lot of like interesting sci-fi shows out there that i'm very into like yeah. like sort of like altered carbon and like Westworld and like yeah, yeah, yeah. all that sort of stuff is mm. like so fun yeah. um and then like reading is the other is the other yeah. like big one that i'm like i got my series i've got like yeah. all that stuff but i'm gonna put you on to some books because i'm oh, gonna ask do. you yes. now if you've read them um but i first want to say my dad was my parents were the same way my dad's huge nerd yeah uh he freaking made his own board game with his friends his own strategy awesome. board game it's called duel of ages this is very like cones of dunshire vibes he like... literally like yeah he he was super into dnd he's a huge nerd Baldur's gate all that stuff yep. um but yeah same thing like when i was when I was growing up, it was always Lord of the Rings, you know, mm-hmm. reading The Hobbit, reading the books. Yep. He, um, have you ever heard of uh, Terry Brooks? Um, yes. Yeah, so he's the yes, author of the Shannara absolutely. series yep. and also the author of one of my favorite book series of all time, The Magic Kingdom of Landover. I have not read that. You haven't read I, that? I, mean, okay. I know Terry Brooks, but I, yeah. I have not read. Should I read that? You should. You okay. should. It's, it's very fun because Shannara, if you are getting into a series of books, mm-hmm. it is hard to get into because yeah. there's like 30 books and they're all just bricks. Yep. And there's so much going on that like... You have to read like six books. You gotta books. have like, you know, like one of those like crime boards behind you where you're like Literally, everything out. It's like six books in and you're finally like, I think I know what's going on. <laughs> I think I know. I figured out the main character finally. Um, but no, so he so he did a series called the Magic Kingdom of Landover okay. series and it is the most fun fantasy. It's like six books, I think. Okay. But the first- That's an it, approachable yeah, amount of books. Yeah, yeah, and it's all about, it's like one of the most fun things. It's um, about a guy who is a lawyer in New York and his, <clears throat> you find out early on in the book that his his wife died in like a car accident or something. So he's kind of just this depressed lawyer who's like rich and he doesn't know what to do with his life. And he gets this like catalog, this holiday catalog. Okay. And it's like a rich people one. Sure. Because uh, he's rich. And he flips to the back and on the back page, there's an ad for a magic kingdom for sale for $1 million. And he's like, what the heck is this? And he kind of has this like midlife crisis of like, well, frick it. I'm, I got nothing I got to do. I hate dollars. my life. Yeah. I got money. And he buys the magic kingdom and it turns out to be real. But then he has to like save I it. I want to read this. It's super good. Yeah. Definitely highly recommend. <clears throat> and then my all time favorite book okay. series, hands down, 100% is The Legend of Drizzt. <gasps> Trevor, I just bought the first three Legend of Drizzt books literally two weeks ago. Really? I'm not even kidding you. I could show you a picture of my bookshelf right now. It is faced... Like, I'm... I'm not. I just bought them. Oh my god! <laughs> okay. Oh my 
God, <laughs> you should come back on the podcast yes. in a week when you've read have, all like, of we're them. Have a book podcast. Yeah, we're yeah. Do. You want to start a podcast? <laughs> Read along. Yeah. No, those are my favorite books of all time. If you cool. like fantasy books. You should read The Legend of Drizzt by Ari Salvatore. There's a ton of books. There's so much content, but it is one of the most compelling, well-written fantasy stories ever. Just like for a book that was written that long ago to have all of those, just the themes throughout, it's like so good. The characters are so well-written. Also, all of the fight scenes, it's hard to write fight scenes in fantasy. It's hard to write engaging fight scenes. Without it feeling like repetitive or like the same things over and over Yeah, where you're not, but like the way that he describes fights in the book, it is like you can just, it's like a movie in your head and so good. good. I'm so glad you're reading them. I'm excited to start them. Holy cow. They're so good. You have to start them right away. Will do. And then message me on Twitter (laughs) and I'm going to read them too because now I want to read them again. Book club style. Yeah, yes. book club style. Let's do it. So that's like my all-time favorite. Um, and Ari Salvatore, he wrote a lot of the... He did a lot of the world building and lore for all of the Dungeons and Dragons universes. I did not know that. Um, that's so cool. Yeah. You're a, you're a former Oregon State beaver. Word on the block. <clears throat> <sighs> that is the word on the block. Yes, that is what my diploma says. <laughs> <laughs> Your diploma in? So they tell me. My diploma in marketing. Oh, nice. Marketing. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Look at that. I know. I, I, uh... I took a digital communications and like digital... Uh, like media specialization and oh wow look where I am now I know, yep. you're a, here you're I a am. friendly internet Digital, barista yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like all of us I have a, like a useless culinary degree in pastry and now I make silly that food that sounds on like the, the best degree yeah oh, it's like not a real I'll degree I'll trade you if you want <laughs> it's not even like an. Ad- I don't think it's even a real degree it's not like a, it's not like a did you get like a piece of paper I think so that counts that's maybe fine. I got I a that's... hat that, I got you, a, you got a hat, I got a hat. Yeah, and I got great. to take a picture with Wolfgang Puck. He spoke at our I don't graduation. Have a with Wolfgang Puck. <laughs> yeah. So, and I wore my hat in a funny way okay. uh, because you know I'm a little bit of a clown in that way. And so there's a photo of me with Wolfgang Puck, and I don't think he got it, and I just look like an idiot. Uh, another great picture <laughs> that I'll have to show you afterward. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's sweet. So Oregon State Beavers, you got a lot of team spirit. You still an Oregon State Beavers fan? I should be. I'm, su- <laughs> I'm supposed to be. See, I, I, so I grew up in Corvallis, where Oregon State is. Okay. Um, that's yeah. where I grew up. I went to school there. Um, and so all through my life, I've been surrounded by the beavers. Yeah. And their, their colors are orange and black. So, of yeah. course, you got to wear like orange and black and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and we had, we, so our school has this rivalry um, with Oregon State University. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Pardon with, me. Never mind. Oregon. Yes. Oregon. Oregon University. You know this better than I do. I believe. Yeah. Hang on. I went to Oregon State. Yes. So this, the school we have the rivalry in with is University of Oregon. Yes, with the, the Ducks. I haven't been out of school this long. This is really sad. <laughs> <laughs> with the Ducks, yes. yes. So we have this rivalry, rivalry with the Ducks. Yes. Their colors are green and yellow. <clears throat> and so I, I'm not really a sports person. Like, I've never <laughs> really, like, been in. I've not, like, followed sports. Like, yeah. it's not really, like, it's like, like, not my thing. Yeah. Um, but because this rivalry was instilled in me for so many years, yeah. to this day, I refuse to wear like green and yellow in any form. <laughs> like there's there's no good reason. Yeah. I can't rationalize this in any way. Yeah. But I've just this this hatred of those two like colors together yeah. is like you wear that around Corvallis and I'm like, I feel like tomatoes are going to get thrown at me like yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, it's it's real. I'm actually I grew up in Boise, Idaho. OK, so Boise State University gotcha. also has like a little bit of rivalry 
with uh, both Oregon teams, actually, Oregon State and University of Oregon. Uh, We beat University of Oregon in the Tostitos Bowl. I bet you did. Let's go (laughs) Boise State. That was in like uh, 2014 or something. I don't know, 2009 maybe. It was ages ago. But I just remember going into like the Red Robin in Meridian and seeing this big like Tostitos Bowl poster just like growing up, like with the score on it, like framed, like we beat Oregon. I mean, it's like the biggest win that Boise State's ever had. I respect uh, that. In there. But I actually, you know, I feel bad. I brought up a bunch of facts about Oregon's, uh, Oregon State's record versus BSU, but I don't think you care. Oh, we are, we're bad. And I don't we're really care real either. Bad. Well, actually. Well, baseball. 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 We're, we're really good at college we, baseball, yeah, college everyone. Baseball. We're going to get into it. Trevor talks too much podcast. I'm talking with Morgan Drinks Coffee about college baseball. We're good at baseball as far as I've been told we're good at baseball. Um, uh, and I think that's about it. We've I don't got a, I wrote up a bunch of stuff here to talk about college sports, but I honestly don't care. I don't think you care. Do I don't think, think anyone out there cares. Are fact wise, are we good as a team? So, well, let me read through my facts I, now. I, like I guess we're getting yes. into. <laughs> uh, actually, fun fact: Oregon State has a better record all time against Boise State in football. Oh. Um, they are five and four against Boise State, but Boise State is four and three in the last twenty years. You've gotten better. So, who cares about what happened in the eighties? Is what I'm saying. Uh, actually, I care about. It. I love the eighties. Yeah. I don't know. Are you an eighties fan? What's your favorite decade? I... Oh. I gotta go. Like this is this cheesy. I am a. I I get big nostalgia for like the the early two thousands. Early two like, thousands. That's. I think that area's era is like real okay. fun. Okay, yeah. you got your Jinko jeans yep. on. Oh, like gauchos, and oh, you got like weird like yeah. embellishments everywhere. And like, I, uh, how old are you? I am twenty three. You're twenty three. Okay, because I was gonna say I'm twenty two, and I feel I like say, I remember I w- nothing about the. Early I look. 2000s. Here's the problem: is that I was homeschooled. Um, uh. <laughs> that's the problem. Uh, um, <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with being homeschooled. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> I had a lot of spare time on my hands yeah. during like elementary and like middle school and mm-hmm. all that stuff, and so all I did was like consume pop culture I see. in that era. So. That's the, that's the nostalgia. Yeah, I was like, a, I was kind of a loser. I, <laughs> I still too. am. Still, yeah, I was going to yeah, say still, still am. am. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I feel like during like the early 2000s, because I went to a private Christian school in Idaho. <gasps> and so I was just like sheltered in that way. Yeah. Um, not like bad. My, my parents weren't like the weird type of Christian parents. <laughs> um, they're cool. My dad owns a cigar lounge. I'm going to say that every podcast, that's by the way. Rad. I think I've mentioned that every podcast. <laughs> I'm just going to plug my dad if that's cool with everyone. I was also um, raised with Christian parents. Yeah. I was homeschooled. So I feel like this is kind of a similar yeah. experience in some ways. It's yeah. just like, yeah, I didn't. I just played Pokemon. That's kind of yeah. all I did when I was younger. My favorite decade is the eighties. Do you I tell why? I well, here's the thing. It's the greatest decade. Uh, one because I have a lot of eighties nostalgia. Same reason my parents, like mm-hmm. you know, they both grew up in the eighties, and so like growing up, I was just like exposed like to that. It. Yeah, yeah. And so we actually played a game in the car. So we had <laughs> we had Sirius XM radio in the car growing up, and there is a channel, uh, station eight, called Eighties okay. on Eight. Um, and we would play this game where we would listen to the song and my dad could like turn off the like little preview on the radio dash thing. And so he would, we'd listen to a song and then we had to guess the artist and the name of the song in the car. So anytime we were in car rides, it was like, oh, what's the song? What's the name? And my dad knew like every single one because, you know, he grew up. But then like I started to learn all these things. Yeah. So if you put on like an 80s playlist, I would just, you've got, I've got like an encyclopedic knowledge. One of the things I don't have memory loss about is (laughs) 80s music Um, and just like movies. I don't know. They're all like, what are some of your like favorites? Like, tell me some of your like 80s pop culture, like favorites. Uh, Back to the future. Okay. Far and away. It's like, one of my favorite movie series because it's just the cheesiest movies ever and it, it, it makes no sense 
Oh, there's so many plot holes, but they're just some of the most fun, fun movies. And I love how every movie you get further and further into these layers of time travel. It makes even less sense. Where you yeah. get like you're in the second one and then there's like four Martys running around. I also just love Marty McFly. Yeah. I think he's the greatest character. Um, Michael J. Fox is yep. amazing. Freaking uh, Christopher Lloyd, amazing. Mm-hmm. I always say, I always want to say Christopher Lloyd Webber. Um, oh, yeah. And then yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, like, that's, that's not, not wrong, no, one. wrong one. Wrong one. Wrong <laughs> one. That's not the one. It's the one with the funny hair. Um, but yeah, uh, other 80s movies that I love. Frick. Now I'm just going to forget all of them because you put Bueller's me on the Day spot. Off. Ferris Bueller's yeah, Day Off, great one. movie. Really I one. love The Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. 16 Candles. Actually, fun fact, one of my nicknames that my parents call me uh, is Tony. And it's because when I was like a sophomore in high school, I still had like a little baby face. Yeah. And I mean, I still kind of do now, but, um, and then I, I had braces still and we were out, we were up at the lake one day and I had like been swimming and then we were driving around a little bit and my hair got like really poofy and blown up. Sure. And I, one of our friends that was with us was like, you look like Anthony Michael Hall. Uh, when he was in like the Breakfast Club at yeah. 16 Candles. And so it turned into, they were like, oh my God, he looks like a young Anthony Michael Hall. And so then it turned into Tony. And so then like going through high school, my I dad would that. like go to basketball games and he'd like shout out like, let's go Tony, <laughs> let's go Tony. And then other, other parents would be like, like, that's not Tony? your kid. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Tony? Because there wasn't a Tony. Baby. Who's Tony? And so it's just like all of like the closest, like older people in my family, like all my parents and then like my older relatives and family friends, they all call me Tony. Uh, but now my sister's dating a guy named Antonio and people call oh, him so it's Tony. So just extra confusing. So now I, I don't layers. know. I haven't met Antonio in person, but I feel like at the wedding, I'm going to be like, like, am what, I still Am I Tony? Tony? Yeah. I'm going to be like answering to Tony. And I do, even though it's not my name. If someone calls out Tony, I'll turn around and be like, dad, is that I you? Love- Are you here? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But it's always a question that people ask because they'll hear my dad call me. That. They're like, why do you call him Tony? Yeah, it's a like, long well, story. Funny little long story. story. About our little boy. Uh, other 80s stuff that I like. I'm a very, very big uh, Duran Duran fan. Okay. Love of You to a Kill. I think Good it's their stuff. best song. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, I know a lot of people, a lot of people think Hungry Like the Wolf, Hungry Like the Wolf. I don't know. I think of You to a Kill is better. You be a little contrarian here. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's I don't totally know. I don't know. The Duran Duran <laughs> yeah. fans out there are going to come for me. Um, I've got a whole playlist of songs. Okay. I'm going to whip no, it out. You no longer see dislikes on YouTube. So they can they can do whatever they want. Whip <laughs> it out. Look at me looking at my freaking playlist. It's. I'm going to tell you how many songs are on here because this is all of and, and This is your the, 80s playlist? This is not all 80s. This is like 70s okay. to 90s with maybe a couple early 2000s. But all it right. is 182 songs or 12 oh, hours word. and 35 minutes of listening. Um, there's a lot of songs. There's a lot of songs. I'm a big boys to men guy, even though that's nineties. Okay. Um, I love a little, little it, all, it all kind of blurs together. It does. At some point. Like there are, there is a lot of, I feel like overlap between the, the energy that happened in the eighties and the nineties. I feel yeah. like that is entirely fine. Yeah. I just love music. I know if there's one thing mm-hmm. that I have so much, I think this is probably why I have a bad memory actually is because my brain is full of song lyrics and it is, I, I know too many song lyrics. Like Almost every song in my phone that I listen to on a regular basis, I know it. And that's like over like a thousand songs because I cycle through so many different playlists. Um, what's your favorite kind of music? Oh my gosh. So I, I had this conversation. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, opened up a can I'm of worms. Give, okay, I'll, so I'll give you the answer. That's the easy answer to start okay. off with, which is like, I listen to pretty much everything except country. Like that's what I, <laughs> you know, that's like, like that's 90% of the says, world, you know? 90% um, of the world, anything but country. <laughs> no, but I like, okay. So some of the 
stuff I listen to a lot. I can at yeah. least tell you that. I, to this day, I still listen to actually a lot of like classical and like music score, like yeah. movie scores. Yeah. Like I'm really like I was a I, I was a that. I was a classical <laughs> violinist um, for like 12 years really? growing up. Yeah, no, I what did like I did like all the symphonies. I did like all the stuff. Morgan um, plays the violin. Morgan does play TikTok. the violin. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are there are actually probably still some like TikTok videos that I should take down of me like playing the violin like very That's deep. So cool. Um, but yeah, so I listen to a lot of like classical symphonic okay. stuff. Okay. Um, uh, some of my favorite composers, of course, are like, I mean, John Williams is like fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, my, my favorite right now is actually, and I, I think I'm pronouncing his name correctly. I might not. Um, Ramin Jawadi, who yeah. is the composer who did like Westworld and he did yeah. like, um, shoot, he's done, he's done so many, um, a lot of the Game of Thrones, uh, yeah. music he did too. Um, He's fantastic. Besides that, um, I I like pop music. I do. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of like I, I listen to a lot of like non English music. There's a lot of like Japanese yeah. rock and alternative that I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm fact checking myself here. Really oh, I thought quick. you were fact checking me. No, I was I'm like, fact checking myself. Like, do you actually like that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you actually? Let me pull up my fact sheet here on Morgan drinks coffee. Hmm. That was a lie. Coming to you live from the Trevor Talks Too Much podcast studio. Morgan, Morgan is lying. Morgan, Morgan is lying lies, live yeah. on the air. Um, no, that's that's great. Yeah. I actually. So let's get into classical music. Okay. I didn't think we were going to get into it, but I'm ready. Yeah. One, my best friend Nick would hate you. Not really. He wouldn't hate you. He's he's okay. So my best Nick, friend Nick. You and me. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Grudge match. Yeah. Um, he is a phenomenal cellist. Okay. Um, he's a cello player, but he... Is that why he hates me? <laughs> he, he, he thinks... <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts. Because as a cello player, he looks down... On, on the violin oh, that's so totally, that's, much. That is entirely valid. We are we are a he, prissy group of... He uh, <laughs> thinks the violin is the worst. He's like, violin is... Just put a cello in Look, there. Look, I'll be Nobody totally honest. Violin. This is... I feel like I'm like betraying like my people <laughs> as like a violinist. Um, <laughs> if I could learn... If I could trade playing the violin for the cello solely because of the sound, I would. He the just, cello <laughs> is gorgeous. It's a wonderful... Like, we're up here on the violin. We're playing like notes that would like break a piece of glass like oh that sort of thing God. the cellos get these like deep reverberating oh like God. wonderful things and i just like you can't compete with it from a violinist themselves you've heard it here first the cello is the superior instrument shout out to you <laughs> nicholas herman you're out there in iowa somewhere no he does he's like the violin's just so shrill it's such a it, you don't need it the cello is so much better and anything he, a violin does a cello can do <laughs> yeah hey you heard it here first we've got both sides of the coin now on the side of the cello um that's so funny what's your favorite piece of classical music do you have a favorite I piece i do have a favorite mm. piece i listen to it probably more i'm listening to it more than once a week it oh. is the um it's a it's a collection of movements it's called the four seasons of buenos aires okay. um it's by a composer named piazzola okay uh it's a piece of it's a it's a kind of it's not modern music um but it is more modern i want to say it was written like the 1800s or like the 1900s i could be completely wrong but i want to say fact checker jamie yeah, quick, someone needs to fact check quick. but um oh, i'm kidding you don't have to jamie it's okay <laughs> i was like i'm on it what was it <laughs> um no but it's this wonderful uh arrangement of like movements and it is heavily inspired by vivaldi's four, Vivaldi, seasons, four seasons which is also one Phenomenal. of my favorite pieces so you have oh. this this new piece yeah. of composition and then underneath all these movements and like new melodies yeah. you have hints like if you really listen to it you can hear yeah. like it's like he it, like, sampled vivaldi yeah. essentially in his music and it's wonderful so wow. 
That's my favorite. I've got big imposter syndrome now. I don't know what it is no. about talking about <laughs> classical music. I feel no, like such an idiot. I, I feel like I'm not qualified. My favorite all time, I'm going to get a little bit basic with yeah. you, uh, is the ballad in G minor, Opus 23 uh, by Chopin. Oh, I Chopin's great. I am a big fan of solo classic. I mean, Chopin, he championed the idea of the single instrument ballad. It's wonderful. Um, and I think the ballad in G minor, Opus 23, is just, it is one of the most moving pieces. like eight minutes long. If I could play it in here right now while yep. we were recording this, I would. Do you um, play piano? Oh, very poorly. <sighs> very awesome. poorly. I I am so bad at the piano. I have like two songs that I can play well, um, but they're not even hard zero, songs. So. They're just, it's bad. You don't want to hear me play piano. <laughs> um, nobody out there wants to hear me play piano. There's one video actually on my Instagram of me playing piano and singing. And I remember I practiced for like so long and it's the easiest song ever. And it's it like took chopsticks. me like a week. It literally, it's no, free. It's an awesome, Ed Sheeran the song. The piano is hard. Yeah. The piano is really hard. You'd think I'd be good with my long fingers i've got such <laughs> you got full long, range you do like a full such, octave <laughs> i've got such good piano hands but i i'm so i'm so bad and i also don't practice enough i want to practice more that's, that's one right. of my that's one of my resolutions that's, Still the, done that's it. the real stupid thing about adulthood is like time just like i don't know where it goes anymore gotta do this it's dumb just, podcast now i got no time on. to do anything <laughs> <laughs> kidding cut that out i love the podcast <laughs> um no, so yeah, I, I'm a big fan of uh, classical piano music, but I love everything. I, I love um, Chopin's Nocturnes yep. are also amazing. Yep. Um, I, I, I need to listen to more. I used to listen to a lot of classical music actually when I was baking a lot more. It's very soothing. It's funny, the range of music that I listen to when baking yeah. is like either classical music, I'm in Zen mode, mm -hmm. or freaking pirate metal. I love that. It's that like, is a, that it's is an either excellent or. Range are you right a fan there. of pirate metal? I can't tell you that I know what pirate metal is. Well, boy. <laughs> do, give me some names. Do you explain this to me. Yes. Yeah, so, boy, Morgan, do I have something to introduce <laughs> you to. It is the lovely world of pirate metal. Uh, my favorite personal band is Ale Storm. Okay. Um, Ale. Ale as, Storm. Yeah. Ale as, the, Storm. as the, like, the drink. As in a beverage. Yes. yes. <clears throat> and they are the greatest. They're a Scottish group. Okay. And they just sing rock songs about being pirates. You are kidding me. And sailing the seven seas and going on quests. That's the and, coolest and, thing. And finding treasure and drinking a lot of songs about drinking i'm uh, imagining right now this is an have you ever heard the veggie tales song where they're like we're the pirates who don't do anything yeah, i'm imagining i'm imagining this but like the metal version <laughs> the metal version of this <laughs> you think i'm uncultured <laughs> just checking having, having veggie song? <laughs> no it literally is it's just the greatest they're so intense they've got such classics as keel hauled um okay. uh uh Nancy's Harbor no Nancy the Tavern Wench <laughs> uh um Wenches in Mead um they've got many wenches um, yes uh <laughs> frick I'm I'm forgetting Ale Storm is a song yeah. uh drunk <laughs> uh simple to the hangover. point hangover yeah. <laughs> okay I actually didn't know this they have a song called Hangover and apparently it's not Jamie you're going to need to fact check it's by someone else. They covered it, but I always thought it was just an Ale Storm original. And it so, sounds like it fits the theme. <laughs> I was just singing it, and I was like, this is such a great song. And so I was like, they actually covered this? And I was like, what? It's called Hangover <laughs> by... Tao Cruz? Yeah, Tao Cruz. Oh my god. No, no, no. Like, you're kidding me. We're talking like like the R and B like hip hop like yes, guy who yeah. did like what you did was his? Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah, yes. the guy who did Dynamite, <laughs> he did a song called Hangover. And, and then this pirate metal group covers it. Yeah, and it sounds so much better. Oh Honestly, they I it should just be their original song because it's so much better than Tao Cruz's version. <laughs> that was not the name I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> there, there is no yeah. world where I ever would have guessed that. Yeah, no, me neither, and I've known it in the past, uh, memory. Um so yeah, I love pirate metal. But 
but those are like the two extremes. It's okay. like I'm either classical music and I'm totally vibing out or musicals. I also Ooh, do musicals. Okay. That's yeah. like the middle ground, I guess, between the two. Yeah. Um, that I, I'm a big musical fan. What's, what are some of your favorites? Some of my favorites. Okay. I'm a big fan of the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Okay. That's like one of my all time favorites. I love Be More Chill. Okay. Um, do not know that lesser one. known. Yeah. Uh, it's a great story. Um, I love the old Beauty and the Beast musical is really Ooh. good. There's a song in there that it's actually, if you listen to, um, Evermore from the live action Beauty and the Beast movie, okay. it's completely pulled from this it's actually that the evermore sound is pulled from the overture of the original beauty and the beast musical but there's a song uh it's like it's the equivalent of evermore mm-hmm. in the musical that the beast sings um and it's called if i can't love her and it's just one of my favorite musical songs ever to sing and it's so good and oh, it's that's just so like, cool it's amazing anyway i got a question for yes. you in high school, were you an orchestra kid, a band kid, or a choir kid? I was a choir kid. Awesome. I was a band kid in like elementary, middle school, sure. and then I was choir kid, uh, theater kid in high school. That is awesome. Um, big choir kid. Love loved the choir. Love the choir. It was just time to goof around <laughs> with my friends, really. And and I mean, we were all. It's funny not to like. Oh, let me just uh... <laughs> dust off the shoulder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny because we were like. We, I went to, again. I went to a small private Christian yeah. school, and so we didn't have a very big arts department. Sure. So as far as musicals and choir went, it was like the the theater, um, sorry, not musicals. The theater department was mm-hmm. always a lot smaller. There were a lot of kids in choir, but there was like the kids in choir that were like good at choir. And then there were the kids in choir had that, to do it. that were there because it was like a free seventh period, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so and we were all all of like the the baritones, bass and, and tenor section. We were all friends with the director, mm-hmm. Wes. Love you, Wes. Shout out Wes. Shout out Wes. We were all we knew all of our parts and we were all good at singing. And so like we basically just goofed off the whole time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. While he was That's like teaching other yeah. people to sing, um, but no, it was so fun. We would do like competitions and stuff, and we just we just had a ball. We did uh, "I'll Make a Man Out of You" oh, uh, yes. one year, uh, just the guys section. It was so much fun because I got to do the little Mulan part uh, where she's like, "Hope he doesn't save right through." <laughs> so bad. I, I don't love, even think I can yes! sing on the show, Go, Trevor. <laughs> no, but like I literally, when we were like going through that part of the song, it was like one of each of us was a different character, yeah. and I got to be Mulan's, just like up there on the stage doing my falsetto. Oh, that's Mulan so voice. fun! But um, such a good memory. Yeah, I don't know. I love all of, a lot of my fondest memories from high school or from like theater and, and yeah. choir because it's just so much fun. It's, a, it's good times. It's like you yeah. don't take yourself too seriously. You just go have fun. Nobody cares. The only way you can like fail those sort of things is by like not showing up. Yeah, like you're gonna go there and you're gonna do what you can do and have a good time and it's like that's the class that's it yeah and for those of you that are like oh like theater and choir like that's for nerdy kids or whatever like it's it's It's, so much fun get in they're always like great people like if you get a couple of your friends to go with you like it's just the most fun that you can have when you're in school like you've got all these crappy not to talk crap on like people that like you got like math and science you got all those and then you just like you can do whatever you want yeah you can just goof off and have a fun time and the more fun you have it like I, I genuinely wish that I had gotten more confident when I was younger yeah. because I was definitely not a very confident person in high school. And I've gotten a lot more confident as I've grown up, especially with singing and acting yeah. and being a performer, probably being on camera all the time has helped with. Yeah. I was going to say like, that's like um, part of the job. Yeah. And, and, and I remember like, I just wish I didn't care as much when I was in high school. I yeah. wish I didn't care. I wish I wasn't as like self-conscious because I would have had so much more fun if you just 
be yourself and, and go and, and, and just enjoy what you're doing and put everything forward. And it's going to be fun. And nobody cares. No, like, I don't remember like anything that also similar, like anything that happened yeah. in high school. So nobody. it's like no one's going to if you if you are a big goof in high school, if it's embarrassing, no one's going to remember. Like, no it one. doesn't like it doesn't matter. No you know, like, do, it's cares? fine. Yeah. I've, who cares? I've, even if they do any of these people. Yeah. I was like, I was like, also, I, second of all, like, I haven't talked to anyone from yeah. high school in like, <laughs> like five Actually, years. I say that, but like my my closest friends are friends that I've been friends with since like elementary school. Oh, so school. they know. Um, yeah, they yeah. know. But they've known I was an idiot since like I was five years <laughs> That's old. part of the friendship. Yeah, they've known. Everyone else, I don't care what they're doing. They don't care what I'm doing. Nope. Like, just go have fun. If you're a young kid in high school, do what you want to do. Don't be ashamed of who you are. Go have fun. You'll enjoy it more. The, You'll have fonder memories. Yes. Yeah. And then you can grow up and have a silly podcast where you make silly jokes. And you'll have a great talk time. Talk too much. Morgan. Yes. We I, we got a fun segment. We're like, uh, we're, we're running. We're, we're talking, but I okay. want to do something for you. It's Let's a game it. that I like to play called What's in My Pocket. Um, And I know that sounds a little bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> sounds I said I'm it out loud say yet, yeah <laughs> no <laughs> what, what, there is an object in my pocket it is a, a trinket of sorts okay. a bobble if you will um and I'm gonna give you three hints okay and you have three guesses to guess what it is and if you guess okay. what it is you can keep it um and it's very special to me so I hope you don't guess it yeah no, I was I'm just, just kidding <laughs> I'm just kidding taking like an heirloom from you <laughs> yeah you are I grabbed it off of my heirloom shelf today this morning in my home <laughs> um no so the first hint okay. is it resembles a person <clears throat> you can build it and the last hint is Star Wars this is uh, definitely a Lego minifigure. Okay. So you... That's my... Do I have to guess who it is? Well, now that you've guessed Lego minifigure on the first guess, yes, you have to guess it. <laughs> oh, okay. You have Shoot. to guess the character. Shoot. Uh, you have two more guesses, though. And if you don't get it on this guess, then I'll give you another hint. I feel... Okay. First of all, I feel very good about that That first guess. This mm -hmm. is... <laughs> yes. Shoot. Okay, so you're a big Ian McGregor fan, Ewan. Ewan. Ewan, yes. Okay. I thought it was Ian for so long. I got really embarrassed one time. I was like reading online or like I was like watching an interview and they were like, Ewan. And I was like, oh, shoot. Ewan. I was like, I've been a bad He's Star Wars a fan. Man. He is truly. Oh my God. Can you wait for the, uh, the Kenobi show? Is going to be oh, like, I, I can't. can't. I am wait. so excited. Yeah. God, he's so sexy. Okay, so Sorry. with knowledge of. <laughs> <laughs> we got like, anyways. Um, okay, so I know who your favorite character is. But did you go with your favorite character or did you go with like my favorite character? I, don't I also know your don't favorite character. I also don't know I my Lego minifigures. I, I don't want to like ask. guess someone that's not even like a minifigure. What's your favorite character? I didn't my even favorite, ask. I feel bad now. My favorite movie character Obi-Wan Kenobi is yeah. like up there. Honestly, like Darth Maul is like one of my really? favorite. Darth yeah. I think awesome. he is I think he, he is awesome. He I'm glad he got his justice in the Clone Wars. Truly. But he was truly done dirty yep. in the films. Very much uh, so. He Just should have been around for longer. Completely bisected and dumped um, down. I'm gonna give pit. you I'm gonna give you a hint since because okay. there are a lot of characters. Yep. Sequels. Sequels. Okay. Sequels. So neither neither of our neither. characters. All right, neither. all right. That is good to know. Yeah. Um, okay. <sighs> is it like Babu Frick? Is like is it like a little alien? No. Ah, dang it. Okay, so I've got one more. One more. Sequels. Think about okay. I'm going to give you right. more hints because uh, I want you to excellent. Get it. <laughs> the, the, it is. You think about Lego sets and what would be popular and sold as a Lego set. So what is like? I have a half finished Star Wars Lego set at home, literally right really? now. On I my got shelf, this yeah. from my Star Wars Lego set at home that was sitting on my desk. It's in. It's morning. in the movies though. It's not like it it's is not in the, the shows. It is in the films. Okay, so it's not like Mando or no, no. It's in the films. 
Don't overthink it. I am. No, no, you can't. Is it? Is it? Did you get me Kylo Ren? It's Kylo. Cute he is! Oh my Cute word! Oh I, my guys, guys, I, this is wonderful. So great! So you oh, he looks great. Thank now. you. Yeah, of course. Oh my gosh. I, I have a ship. I have his Lego set as a ship. Uh, that and I was like, what can I do? For what's in my pocket? <laughs> and I was looking around my room this morning. I was browsing my trinkets, and I was like, Star Wars. I, I feel bad for like taking him away from you. No, you shouldn't feel bad uh, because I actually, I actually also brought a stormtrooper because I was like, well, I don't know if I'm gonna give away Kylo. Yeah. <laughs> have a special one here yeah, a little funny. I know, but i was like i'd feel bad if i didn't give you the best um it was that or like grand moff tarkin or something and who he's i don't know if i would have guessed that one i'll no, be totally that honest yeah <laughs> morgan where can people find you oh my gosh you can find me on tiktok and instagram and youtube i am morgan drinks coffee at both those places and if for some reason you want to follow me on twitter um you can find me there at two parts coffee underscore yes that's my little my little uh hideaway Everybody go follow Morgan on all of the platforms, TikTok, YouTube, all that stuff, Instagram, and go check out her website. Um, go check out all her coffee line, all that fun stuff. <laughs> Morgan, you've been a great guest. Thank you so much. You've but been a great very, host. Oh, thank you. Very important <laughs> question though. Can are if I are are we friends? Can we talk again sometime? I think we can talk again sometime. We can you're not we gonna can, ghost me? We can absolutely talk again. So if sometime. I give you my phone number and I text you yep. about Drizzt, once yep. you read it, you're not gonna be like, Oh, Trevor, Rick, that guy, he was <laughs> super annoying. Never. I'm I'm pro like book club here. Like I think we should like we can like we can make something out of this. Let's absolutely. Freaking do it. Yeah. I'd love that. That's so amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. It's been so much fun. Everybody Morgan drinks coffee. Everybody, please go follow Morgan. That was so amazing. Go follow Morgan. Uh, check out their coffee brand. That's so cool. It's probably really good coffee. I haven't had it, but I'm hoping she'll give me some. Um, but yeah, go follow her and stuff. Jamie, Jamie, how did it go? I was pleasantly surprised on just the random things that you guys have in common. Right? Yeah. And, right? And I mean, you sold her. You wore the black turtleneck. I had to wear the black turtleneck today because she wears it in like all of her TikToks. But I was thinking maybe, who knows? Maybe it's not like an out in public thing. Maybe they just wear them on TikTok. And and I was so glad that she wore a black turtleneck and that we matched. And it looked so funny just like seeing both of us like sitting here in our black turtlenecks like we're about to give a TED talk like or do some like smooth jazz <laughs> radio show like like, welcome to 90210, The Smooth. I don't, I don't know what this, that's not even a radio station. <laughs> no, but it sounded, it sounded It good. sounded like a smooth jazz station, though. That's what I was, that was the vibe. And it was, I felt like the vibe was smooth jazz. All the way through. All the way through. If you so guys did make a book club, what do you think you would call it? <clears throat> Morgan Reads Books plus Trevor. <laughs> Morgan Reads Books plus Trevor. That would be the that would be the, the the book club. No, I mean she was so great. We had so seriously so much in common. I mean, I could have nerded out with her about Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and fantasy books for literally 4 hours. That was I wanted to, but then you you cut me off. I did. You, you said, Trevor, it's time to wrap it up. It also is time to wrap it up. Oh, it's time to wrap it up? Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, <laughs> <laughs> got the word from Jamie. It's time to wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening to Trevor Talks Too Much today. Make sure to check us out. Every Tuesday, episodes release on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and then the YouTube version of the podcast comes out the Monday afterward. So if you want to watch a video along with the podcast, check that out every Monday afterward. Uh, you can check out all the other mythical stuff 
Uh, we're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. Mythical Kitchen on TikTok too. You can find me at Trevor Everts on Instagram and Twitter. All that fun stuff. Go check out. Just we make good content. Go check it all out. And uh, yeah, I believe that is it. Still don't know how to end a podcast. So I guess goodbye for now. And I will see you next week. And I hope that you have a lovely week and that you treasure every moment dearly. I'll see you next time. <laughs>